0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Retail Nightmares, the podcast, not the actual nightmare. (laughs) Um, I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hello. And our very, like, this is very exciting. We have Poet. Beauty advisor to the stars. Yep. All of this is accurate. (laughs) Um, Beautiful hairdo. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely, kind, intelligent extrovert. This is
1: the nicest (laughs) intro I've ever received. Dina Del Buccia. Thank you so much. I'm a retail Nightmare super fan. Thank you. We've even
0: answered your self-help question. You did.
1: And I was very pleased with uh, the kindness (laughs) and... (laughs) And kid gloves. That my <laughs> question, yeah, good, good answer. No, true answer. It was really good. Yeah, the well, world, man, it's hard. <laughs> it's tough out there.
2: It's and a I'm tough like place. I'm like a white
1: cisgendered lady, so it's not even that hard for me.
2: No, it's still difficult. It yeah. could be so much worse,
1: though.
0: We yeah, could- blood could come out from between your legs once in a month. Oh fuck!
1: Oh no! <laughs> oh my god, that's happening to me right now. Should I go to the doctor? Um, yes, you should just go, <laughs> go to the doctor go and go play dumb.
2: I think for a while.
1: You're so, yeah, you're supposed to live in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we <laughs> put like a go. rock in front of the cave. Yeah. If in three days you're still alive, you get to reintegrate with society. <laughs> in the marketing meeting this week, I made a joke about saying
0: that our red palm oil. Um, <laughs> was like Jesus and it would be resurrected and we should do an ad campaign around resurrecting the product. And no one laughed, and I went like really into detail about how we could put the red palm oil
1: into a cave <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then do a big publicity stunt. <laughs> and then nobody like the mood at work is low.
1: At <laughs> any point did you start singing songs from Jesus Christ Superstar? Don't no <laughs> know any of those it's songs. Like, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening? What's no? No one knows any songs from Jesus. I Christ do, Superstar. but I'm, I'm. Those are they're good songs. I don't. That's know That's a how good to love song. Him. I don't even know it. I- don't know how to love you. You're talking about Jesus? Because I'm Mary Magdalene. He's Jesus. <laughs> like that. Is that a song in Yes. You should definitely listen to this musical. Uh, you it's- should watch it. Ash- Actually, today is Ash musical. Wednesday.
0: Like, when do I get pancakes?
1: Amen. Yesterday, you could have had F- pancakes. But you I always mess it, it up because I'm always Marty eating Grah pancakes, anyways. Pancake day <laughs> yesterday, yeah. Today, Ash Wednesday, you put some ash on your head.
0: Ah, oh, don't miss it.
1: But on Easter Sunday, i like to watch Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, like oh, you tried uh,
0: uh, Palm Sunday. It's the right choice. Yeah. It's, I like that one. You like Palm Sunday?
1: You when you get the palm leaf? You just like a palm leaf.
2: Yeah, I loved it. It smelled
0: no, so you good. Gotta,
2: you drink Palm Bay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man. That's, what, that's what I do. And always my church. I kind
2: of <laughs> like Palm. Bay. It's I yeah, it's a guilty pleasure for yeah. sure for me and a lot of my friends. You can
1: get it at the pne Really, I think yeah. And you can go to ride at the racetrack. Yeah. Oh yeah, the racetrack. Yeah. All, anywhere in that area, it's a classy place. P&E, playland, the racetrack.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be great. Palm bay
1: drunk on the roller coaster. No. Buy me. Barf, barf, and then pom- you just eat some deep fried Oreos. <laughs> I feel. Oh, is
2: Palm There's bay- deep fried Oreos? Yeah, they're great. I can't eat anything at these places, no. but it sounds My delicious. My butt is, like, getting scared just thinking about
1: oh, it. Oreos are vegan, so it's cool for everyone. Are oh. Oreos
0: vegan? Yes. I'm learning so much.
1: Yeah. This is all I have to teach you. I just came to teach you. Now, like Jesus.
2: you are a prophet and a
1: poet. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. And a Thank beautiful
2: you. skirt-wearing human. Yeah.
1: I liked when I came in and they both were pawing at my skirt. Yeah, we I was was just, they the were touching skirts. my hems. Oh, this is the hem giving of your me garment. More Jesus vibes.
2: I think you may be immortal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: thank god.
2: I don't know about religion. It's all. Blended You're dressed into- like a fancy puppet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're- uh, for the listener, <laughs> she's wearing a beautiful striped shirt and a like a a shin length. T-length. That would be called T-length, yep. I believe. It's yeah. made out of shins. Leather skirt. Yeah. It's, it's really so pretty. It's
1: out of shins, yeah.
2: And a cool Shanks. gold necklace. Pretty hair.
1: I know. You guys are so nice. They're <laughs> You're also- actually pretty nice people. <laughs> They're really great. So welcoming. I was thinking how
0: you two are my most recent new friends.
1: Really? I'm, I like this. <laughs> yeah. I am happy to be associated with Jessica and such a wonderful light. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Guys, let's all fuck each other. <laughs> this yeah. is what the Yeah, devolves into
1: a beautiful orgy. <laughs> it's going to be so respectful. I did. <laughs> I did bring s- some flower petals to throw around. Alicia got a rug. She I do have a, a rug. I just bought it off of someone on Craigslist.
2: We'll all just braid each other's hair yeah. erotically.
1: Yeah, Sounds I want to tell you guys Cubic a story about
0: when I was a kid and didn't have any friends. Yes, and right. I had a, a lazy left eye. And I had to wear a patch this year.
1: Did you ever have to wear a patch? No. My lazy eye just got to be free. <laughs> Let, it run Let your wild. lazy eye be free. <laughs> it's what my family said. Aww. And it was. It's, it's your my family crest. <laughs> <Yeah>. Your motto. <laughs> yep. Half of the, the patch is <laughs> kind of looking at the other patch. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like full, it folds over. It's like a <laughs> lift the flat book for babies. It's like a, with a with Mad its-
2: Magazine fold yeah.
0: <laughs> I used to have to wear a patch and my parents at first were like, well, we'll just get her like a patch from the store, a plastic patch, but it really hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a costume shop? No, but like a medical patch, but it was made out of hard plastic. And I was just like five and six when I had to wear a patch. So then we got the elastoplast bandage ones and they were expensive. My parents were disappointed by the expense. But my mom, to make me feel better, would draw an eye on the patch and then send me
3: to school. Oh, like, whoa. <laughs> <Alicia>. <laughs> and I
0: didn't have any friends because I was always misbehaving. Like, I always wanted to be funny and also had the crazy left eye. And the <laughs> my only friend was Olaf, and he was really lovely, but he was developmentally delayed a little bit. Um, and I know that, like, he ended up going to a special school after this event where he was – Encouraged by everyone to take off all of his clothes and swing his dick around,
1: desk. <laughs> and I remember by like
0: all of um, Olaf uh, was like my not only friend. The teachers, and, right? No, okay. When no one was. But around. also, the janitor was super into it. <laughs> oh. Go, Olaf, go! Uh, Olaf was so sweet, and he was my friend, and uh, we had bonded over our uniqueness. And I had promised him that he could see my eye without the patch on it one day after school.
1: Uh, i have um, a question before you continue yeah. do you think in his mind he thought there was gonna be like a bloody <laughs> yeah, disaster totally. underneath it
0: and when i did pull the iPads off it would be like kind of a little bit recessed and kind of sweaty and red around the area because it had been enclosed in it's this like latex, been deprived all day. Of light and air yeah <laughs> it's only natural Yeah, so um, the next day after school, we had planned I would take the patch off. Although all day, I was always like (laughs) lifting it up to get some air and and to use my right eye. It was on my right eye. My left eye was the lazy eye. And uh, that day was the day that he did the penis dance and he never (laughs) came back to school again.
1: So he got his dick got to be free, but he didn't get to see your eye. (laughs) He didn't get to see my eye be free. And that is sad. But that
0: year, in an attempt to make friends, we had to make puppets for Easter, Easter-themed uh, stuff for the whatever Easter event. And it was a secular school, so I'm not sure what the deal was, but I was raised in a Catholic home. So I made a Mary Magdalene puppet <laughs> 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 and then told everybody in the class with great authority, as I still do now. Like, if you'll listen to me, I will tell you something. Like with the great authority that make me completely false. But how she was a prostitute, but also probably was Jesus's girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How old were you? Six. (laughs) All super
3: accurate.
0: Wow. And uh, yeah, and I was so, no one wanted to play with the puppet and I was so sad. Man. Everyone else had bunnies and stuff.
2: What?
1: Like Um, live bunnies? No, but some kids had like really fun pets. We only had a, a collie. I got to bring kittens to show and tell one time, and what? it was the shit. Well, you yeah, were the most where did you get them? Our cat went out. She was. We were going horror. to get her spayed, but she went out oh, too soon. Classic she story. Was, she was a teen mom, bloody teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> showed back up, had a bunch of kittens in my parents' bedroom. So there's a cool blood stain
3: oh, on the carpet I'm in there.
1: there. No, <laughs> I think they might have changed the carpet, but anyway, for a long time but they, they like, kept just we that square <laughs> from the cat birth and after birth. Yeah, and Creeper. so, but then I got to bring kittens to show and tell, which was how old were they? They were, I mean, they were of an certain age, like a few. <laughs> they were of a certain age, kittens of a certain age, kittens of a certain age. They were old enough to be away from uh, marmalade. That was my cat oh, man. for when the cat's you know, away, sometimes. yeah marmalade (laughs) (laughs) you lovable lady have you seen
0: a local artist chris von Zombathy's uh take on garfield called marmalade no oh man i like that yeah yeah well we
1: should post some yeah i want to see this now
0: it's kind of like garfield but way more depressing and sort
1: of like lumpier yeah and angrier (laughs) i like the lumps
2: yeah I like everything uh, to my your so, so your cat, yeah, my cat
1: yeah, but we did get to bring those kittens to class, which was really great. And we kept one of them. Which Amazing. one? Frisbee was his name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Frisbee!
0: So he was super name. big. He was like
1: 18 pounds. What? Of pure love and delight. Wow. And you grew up in yeah. a small town, right? I, I did. Oh, man. I grew up in a town where... it you like, seem
0: so city. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm real down home. Um, but yeah, I... When I came to the city, I was like, you got to buy kittens or get them from an adoption place? Don't people just haul them out of the barn? <laughs> no, that's not how it works anymore.
0: Oh, man. That's yeah. In not... the country, kittens are a dime a dozen. Like, <laughs> you get so many. And if your cat dies, you just instantly get another cat.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah. You yeah. definitely can do that. But there's Weird. just kittens everywhere all the time. Wow. Oh, because barn so cats great. and like field cats and they're just humping nonstop. And so there's just cute kittens sexy. everywhere. So
0: different than my life. Um, <laughs> so hot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> life. <laughs> yes. <Fun>. Um cats. <laughs> I have a something
1: to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have a something that I want to say.
0: Um Step on I do your a like a dogs, but I think a, I think a kittens are cuter than a puppies, but I think a dogs are better than a cats. <laughs> Where did you just go to? I went there and now I'm back. You went to the old country. (laughs) I loved it. Now
1: you're back. It was really great.
0: So uh, this this is a retail nightmare podcast. And I know outside of being an accomplished and published author, you have worked a number of retail jobs and are still maybe holding one. Correct. (laughs) Um, That's what it's like for the American listener to be an artist in canada you work at least three jobs even though you have a published book
1: yeah even though you have multiple published books yeah 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 and uh i think those grants are just falling from the sky like vancouver raindrops you are incorrect <laughs> they're not artistes i have not received one do you have a bicycle I do, but I haven't written in several years.
0: <laughs> good, cool. You know, where well, was that going? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I feel like that is the thing, though. Yeah. What's your favorite Artist grape? Ride bike. My favorite <laughs> grape. Yeah. Just wine, like when it's made into wine. That smart. That's my favorite grape. Best Have answer. you seen that
0: grape lady video where the <laughs> no, woman is a where grape. she falls? Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: so
0: good. <laughs> so what, so what good. What is this?
2: She's like stomping grapes, and she. It's like it's been on. The internet, I think. Since For like, like 10 years. Before the, the internet, internet Like started. she's making wine. And she falls and it's like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be as big of a deal as it is, but she's, she freaks out. I won't spoil it. Yeah. Just...
0: If you haven't seen it, um, you should watch it. We'll watch and then, it at the break. Watch it at the break. <laughs> I really want to see it now. You'll be a new woman. The noises are crazy.
2: <laughs> she's,
0: the worst is, is that how hard I laugh every single time knowing how badly
1: she's injured. I know. Oh, man. So... This sounds really One. good, and I'm I'm really grateful to her for stomping those grapes. You're grateful in my I'm very, super grateful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Tell us about your jobs. Tell us about your
1: nightmares. Oh my god, um, <laughs> I've mostly the most part of my retail life has I've been working in bookstores. I don't think you guys have had any bookstore. I don't think so. People. Oh, there will be. Oh, yeah. there has to be. We got them booked. Uh, yeah, you booked uh, the bookstore. I booked the book people. You good? My friend
2: Jarrett's <laughs> going to be on, and he's worked in uh, bookstores.
1: Yeah, I mean, I pretty much have worked in bookstores since I was 22, like the day after I took my last exam in undergrad. Wow. And then I was like, well, you work in bookstores now. That's your life. <laughs> I also sometimes call myself the bookstore Black Widow because I have worked <laughs> at a lot of bookstores <laughs> that have closed. Oh. And so I'm not saying it's my fault, but I'm willing to accept blame also. Like, wow. that's fine. Yeah. I think four. <laughs> Do you just whisper into everyone's ear as they're buying something? You know about Kindle,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. you' just like,
1: have you, you know about e-books? <laughs> Do you know the margins on that? Yeah. <laughs> The margins um, on
0: books are pretty
1: crappy. Margins on books are crappy. Books are one of the only items you can return. Yeah. For money. Like you don't just buy that stuff and then it's yours. It's a, kind of a problem all around. So you worked at at many bookstores like Colin. I've worked at big bookstores and I've worked at independent bookstores. Almost all of my negative bookstore experiences have been with men
2: surprised <laughs> yeah i um, don't believe it you're making it up
1: yeah you're like, it's they're so like many... is this the
0: bookmark and you look down and their dicks in the middle <laughs> yeah of the book. exactly
1: that happened to, on so many occasions <laughs> yeah it's and paper then you slam the book <laughs> and then and i would just be like, like, like i would fired. never read this garbage and then i would just like <laughs> just shut it in there yeah be like like, shelve oh, it? <laughs> this is so basic, and then I would get really mad about their taste, their <laughs> shitty, shitty taste. What do you
0: call books? the... Oh, yeah. You're like, your penis has a dust jacket. And you slam it because it's yeah. not circumcised. There's <laughs> nothing <laughs> uh, wrong with the uncircumcised penis.
1: Nope. Totally fine. <laughs> it's a good, all, it's a good all, time guy. All penises are beautiful or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something, something like You don't want to hurt your feelings or alienate But I also the kind of do. I don't really care. Yeah. Sorry, dudes. I care about your feelings less and that's just how it is. (laughs) The end. So we keep getting sidetracked because you're so funny. I'm going to stop interrupting Um, you. Yes. So one of the first, in the first few months where I was, when I was working at Chapters on Robson, which closed recently, uh, which is the biggest bookstore in town. Yeah. And it was right downtown at Robson and Howe. And I was working at the cash desk for the first little while. And then after that, I was doing events and I was doing merchandising and more fun things. But we had to sell these things called iRewards cards. I'm sure people are aware of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like a rewards card. And you got a discount, whatever. So this guy had come up and he was buying all these things. And there was, he clearly was a guy that was on a business trip, buying stuff for his family, gifts. So he was buying like books for little kids and something for her, his wife and all of this stuff. And I somehow managed to sell him this card, even though I was so bad at it. And also just like, I don't really know if you need this. But he ends up buying it. And I'm like, so this is the iRewards card. and You had to say it. So I kept saying the term iRewards card, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Whatever. I'm charming. I'm being funny. I'm 22 years old. So clearly... I look like a hot supermodel, <laughs> my taut, taut skin.
0: <laughs> Still taut. Still so taut. taut. And it
1: was summertime, so I was glowy and beautiful. I'm probably wearing
0: a great sundress
1: yeah, underneath I was, your uniform. I was wearing, first off, this is before they switched to the black vest, I was wearing a cool denim vest, Oh, what? which obviously Sweet. was very sexy and cool. So he left. <laughs> I was like, nailed it. Did such a good job. I'm so chipper and fucking cool and <laughs> successful at selling this <laughs> plastic card. He came back hours later. Uh oh. And somebody was like, hey, Dina, that guy wants to talk to you. I think it was the cash supervisor that told me. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to, I'm going to be in trouble. Something bad is going to happen. And something bad did happen, but it was not what I thought. So I went over and I was like, I'm sorry. Is there something? And he's like, I want to talk to you about this card. And I was yeah. like, oh no, this is not, <laughs> this is not what I want to hear. I was so excited about my small shitty triumph. <laughs> so then he's like, listen, he pulls it out of his wallet and he's holding it up to me. And he's like, I just want to know like what kind of rewards this card will get me. <laughs> this is also, I mean, I'm not judging people by their appearance, but I just need to tell you this was a middle-aged Balding man with small round glasses mm-hmm. and like little pot belly. He's wearing an ugly polo shirt. I'm not saying
2: <laughs> we know you're
1: terrible, but what I'm saying is, as a 22 year old, I'm like, this guy's not my type. I can't even believe this is happening to me. And I have not, I'd never had to deal with this in a job situation. And he's, and then he just started t- talking to me about his lonely hotel room. <gasps> oh my! He's like, I have a beautiful hotel room it's overlooking the mountains and the ocean and he's just describing how I love views of my own city. I'm in. Yeah, like how (laughs) romantic it's going to be. And he's like, I just... I couldn't leave this city without coming back and trying to convince you that you need to come and take a look at it. And I just really want to wake up Uh, and see that and see that with you in the morning.
2: That's so like,
1: Yes. It was so disgusting. It was really gross. How
2: did you how do you
1: extract yourself from that situation? I was talking. I was doing what I normally do when I'm working in retail where I'm just nodding the whole time. I'm like, mm hmm. (laughs) like customers always right i'm just gonna shake my head a bunch and then i was like that sounds really beautiful um i'm not gonna do that i have to get back to work and that was it like i didn't i couldn't deal with it on any other level and i went back and the cash desk was kind of behind a little door and then i went in and i knocked on the little cash office door and i was like can i come in here and then i just hung out in there until he left wow Oh my. If you think that's the first time I had to hide in the back room from some dude that persistently came into my workplace, it's, yeah, obviously not. <laughs> I feel like bookstores attract a certain type of man, bookish. Yeah, things <laughs> that you have on some level a connectivity. Well, that's why you that work they there. Experience exactly that they can't experience somewhere else. Like we're really going to get each other. You and understand
2: literature? Yeah.
1: You're- Which is sexy somehow? I don't know. <laughs> it's sexy.
2: It's I sexy. guess it is, but super I mean, sexy. Intelligence is attractive, but that's but also Dina's really attractive.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> yeah, it was so it was so upsetting. You're a double threat, <laughs> 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 double doubly.
2: <laughs> I don't know about triple yet. Actually, you got really good fashion too.
1: So we'll we'll just see. Men don't care about that.
2: I mean, some do, but yeah. Anyway, they care about it, but they don't know how to articulate that they
1: care about it. They don't.
0: Yeah, but it was def- it was one of my first. they're always like, you're fancy.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> I get that
0: a lot. Nice, I think. <laughs> you're very fancy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are fancy. I'm a, a bit good fancy. <laughs> so fancy now. Mm. Mm. But yeah, so that definitely <laughs> that definitely happened. Wow. I was like, oh man. And and that 22. was 22 yeah oh yeah that's, and that's it, i mean i'm sure there's stuff about it that i'm even forgetting because it felt like he was talking to me forever and i just had to endure this like description well, of he, the potential sexy encounter that we were gonna have but i love
2: that he used sort of the conceit of i just need to talk to you about this car yeah like, he really played it like a that's player. very manipulative that's so gross and i mean not that there is probably any way that he could have convinced you, but yeah. like, yeah, I'll start with the card. Yeah. Reward. Because you kept saying I reward. I know. And he's like, rewards, rewards.
1: I get rewards. It's disgusting. I pretty much did not really sell any cards after that. <laughs> you I was were like, no, too,
2: too, You had like PTSD and you were like, if I
1: sell this, they'll yeah. come for me. And I mean, that's only one type of male inappropriateness. Oh, it's not no. even touching on the, you're obviously super unintelligent i know you were in a bookstore but clearly i have a lot of stuff to tell you about what good books are yeah Mm -hmm. oh
2: you haven't read this gross author
0: (laughs) yeah i would always just recommend the twilight series
1: (laughs) i constantly throughout my bookselling career have just been yeah super into talking loudly about how great pulpy stuff is (laughs) and not judging people for whatever they're buying i don't care that's
0: lovely Mm -hmm. what's not
1: a big deal well, I mean what's the point
0: of it? Like There's no point. Yeah. I bought that magical thinking book about cleaning up your house. Yeah, See? And I wish I didn't. But I am not returning it cuz that's embarrassing.
1: That's the section. Instead of like rejecting me,
0: being organized.
1: Yeah, that section actually the self-help section bums me out the most oh, because man, especially you've got when to you come to my house. In a smaller <laughs> bookstore though you see the same people come in all the oh, time right. buying them. Yeah. And my only really bad experience with women as a bookseller was because of the self help section. Go on. I was working at Deathy Books. R.I.P. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Pour a little bit so of Earl Grey lives. out yeah, on the ground for A Pour some wine and sparkling water on your floor. <laughs> your beautiful clean clean floor. Uh,
2: it's not that clean.
1: Um, and they came. These two women came in. They were, I don't know their age, but they were definitely 50. in their yeah <laughs> mid to late fifties. That's who went
2: into Duthy Books. Yeah, for sure. I That's know, how know because my business. Man. My mom loved that place. It was a great place. <laughs> she
1: had a bag from there. Ugh, good. When bag. I see bags actually in the street, you can still like people still have. It their was a cool place. Different generations of Duthy Book bags too, and I get a little teary. I'm like, oh, you have your Duthy Book bag still. But these women came in and were asking for some kind of self help book, but it was sort of more a little bit on the psychology side, anyway. And I was behind the counter, and I came out. Why from am I a, a bitch? <laughs> Yeah. Like that, yeah. It was like it, it could have even been "Why Men Love Bitches." It could have been, yeah. It was that era of when that book was popular. So those aren't the kind I buy. men are from Mars um, and penis,
2: penis. They have a penis. They have dicks.
1: <laughs>
2: what to do with a man's penis? By Jessica Delisle. Wait, I can't wait to read this. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Can I host your book launch? It's just. 200 pages of dick drawing oh this sounds like a bestseller (laughs) i think someone's already done it but they do
1: it differently yeah but not your dick (sighs) drawing i'm extremely talented (laughs) (laughs) jessica every dick drawing is special yeah it's true they're like snowflakes they're all
2: unique they Mm -hmm. are as unique as the penises that they're based (laughs) off. Except, Mm -hmm. sadly penises don't
1: dissolve in your hand
2: (laughs) is that (laughs) appropriate i don't even know
1: Who cares? So these ladies come come in, Store. and they asked for this self-help book that I, everyone's kind of been asking about. It's on Oprah. I, it definitely was on Oprah. Yeah. And I come around from behind the desk and they hadn't seen what I was wearing. And I was wearing, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Denim my best. hair was up in like a little beehive. <laughs> I had a super short turtleneck dress on. Oh. So nice. And I was wearing leopard print tights and those, everyone has them, those fluvogs. That have the, they're like the Mary Jane with the cross front and the heel. Mm -hmm. And I come out and they're both like staring at my outfit and making these like, (laughs) like clucking, (laughs) clucking older lady noises. And they're like, oh. And I think one of them actually said, do you know what you're wearing? And I was like, yeah, I put it on this morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> super
2: fucking cool.
1: Yeah, like this is so a great sh- outfit. they just
0: doing this weird sh- older lady They shame were thing. totally
1: shaming me and judging mm. me. And then I showed them the book and I... Bent down to get it. They're
0: being Christy Blatchford's down, with you,
1: doing like a full squat because I'm so ripped. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I got the book, stood back up, and then they were still talking about my outfit, and I was right there. Obviously, I was helping them, and then one of them said, "You know that like people are gonna look at you." I'm like, "Yeah, they should I look amazing." <laughs> yeah. And then what? The other one, as I was, I was like, "If you need any more help, just let me know." And then as I was walking away, the one said to the other, "They were like." These third-wave feminists. Whoa! Whoa. I know. <laughs> I felt super undefeated. Wow. Yeah. I was like, thank you for your service, but also, fuck you bitches. Wow. Yeah. That's,
2: that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're awful. Yeah, they were awful.
2: I've been getting looks from middle-aged to, like, granny-aged ladies my whole life at what I'm wearing. And I'm never... It's never... Like a crazy, sexy outfit or anything. But you got that biker's body. <laughs> yeah, it's your can't biker's body. I not But it'll just be <laughs> color. It'll be, you know, wear a pink skirt and a blue shirt and yellow tights or something like that. You're big on color blocking. And people just look me up and down and they think I can't see. And I'm like, I know that you're staring at me like I'm Satan right now. I'm sorry that I am not wearing taupe.
1: Like, it's just such a weird choice to make to like want to judge yeah, on that level. just based
2: on your clothes. like I can understand
0: also, if you're what wearing... What do you think it is? Do you think it's because women for, uh, and still are, a lot of value is placed on their looks and their age? I'm sure that's a huge part of it. I had a little bit of a, a thing with Christy Blatchford, the writer for the National Post, uh, lashed out at a uh, comedian slash friend Jen Grant when she Ugh. was sexually harassed off of a stage in corporate in a corporate setting. And there was a big article about it and Christy Blatchard is like basically like along the lines of she gets what she deserves entering uh, a field like comedy. And I worked a lot with women in their fifties, often you know, ninety percent of the time of course, really great. Yes. But when it wasn't great it was awful. And it was uh there's a real like kind of like white lady Fifties, 50s, late fifties, 50s, sixties, entitlement—that they can say and do whatever they like because yes. they've made it this far, and they're going to be heard. They're going to have their voice heard, whether it's you know kind or not kind, and, and it's never
2: kind. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I, it's exhausting. Like I think about you know the I might rejoin the retail force at some point in the future, and it's just it is hard. It's really, really hard. And they say things about your way and the way that you look, or like you wouldn't understand because you're this or that. And I'm just like, fucking get life. I get it. It's I heart. live in the world. I live in the world. I'm a human, but that kind of con- condescending, value based.
1: The values are so different. Yeah, it was. It was just. I mean, they're lucky that later I just went to the wine store next door, and then me and my coworker hung out, drank that <laughs> wine, and talked about how shady people are. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Good cheer up.
0: There's something about working in stores that makes, when we, it's come up lots of times where people feel like they are entitled to an opinion about you mm-hmm. based on what they've like, you know,
2: life advice. All of it.
1: Yeah. You're, your physical appearance, your education, your education yeah. all of those things. Yeah, I think that's you're a They're trend display. Like They sure.
2: think of you if you're in a store and there's things for sale like, oh, oh the person so... working here, my brain can't separate items from a human. They are an yes. item. I'm going to critique it.
1: Also, don't make fun of people's outfits. Clearly, these are the same ladies that are wearing like a bunch of scarves, <laughs> Yeah, which also is fine. But yeah. Just look in the mirror. Think yeah. about what you're saying.
2: Yeah, and pull a comb through
1: your hair. Once I never understood it.
2: <laughs> it's like how is my outfit offending you so much that you need to look, to like look me up and down or even say something? Just, yeah. I remember one time I had a broken arm <laughs> and I was buzzing to get into the building, yeah, I was trying to I- get this lady into the back of a van. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just kept slamming it in the side <laughs> of the van door.
2: Uh But this old woman, it was, I worked at the hospital and I was buzzing to get into a building and I was standing there waiting with her and she was just kind of glaring at me and we were standing in front of a glass door and I could see her like looking at me angrily in the reflection of the door and I just wanted to be like, what, what is it? I'm, I'm what, I'm not like a heathen, I'm going to hold the door open for you, like I like old ladies, why do you hate me? I'm going to be one sooner than you think. Yeah, I'm ready. Also, I think the way you dress is cool. Why don't you think the way I dress? I know. Is cool?
1: That's how I always think. <laughs> like, man, all ladies get to dress so cool. Mm-hmm. Such finely made garments. Did you guys watch that Iris Apfel documentary? Yes. Ugh, it's the best. I
2: reorganized my entire jewelry collection after I watched yes. that. I haven't seen it.
1: It's so wonderful. Is worthwhile. it a must see? It's, it Definitely. is. Definitely. It's yeah. really wonderful. It's so a, you, you probably know who she is. Yes. And I, yeah. know, I wanted to see it when I saw the preview. and It's on
0: seen
2: Netflix. It.
1: You can watch it on Netflix. It's, no, I don't and know it's do
2: It's also about her and her husband's relationship. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. It is. It's really beautiful. He turns, I think he has his 99th birthday yep. in the movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. Very special
1: couple. They're really wonderful. He's um, just sort of, he's like, oh, I just wear whatever she thinks I look best in. He is a dream man. <laughs> he <just, laughs> like wants her to ha- take the spotlight. He's so happy and in awe of how wonderful she is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it brings tears to the eyes. It's really, really great.
2: Check it out. Alvin. Iris. Documentary by Albert Mazels. Yep. Great movie. Super solid. Also, he died right after that. Also, so did the husband. Spoiler alert. That's yeah,
1: like all... Yeah, after, it's really sad. Oh, you guys suck.
2: Um, do you have a retail nightmare, Jessica? I do. Yeah? Yeah. It is about the time that a boutique clothing store opened up next to the store that I worked at. And <laughs> it was run by this young woman who... I think it was her first sort of retail venture. And so... I can't believe that the store is still around because uh, she would do all sorts of things that <laughs> that I'd be like, why are you getting so much stock in? You haven't gotten rid of your old stock. Oh, you're just going to keep your old stock forever and the, the back of the store is just going to get really <laughs> full? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I'm not – whatever. I don't have a store. But the back room of her shop shared a wall with our back room and so you could hear through the wall really easily. And one time I heard her sobbing and I was listening to see, you know, like, is she all right? What's going on? And then I realized that she was on the phone and she was crying. And then I realized she was speaking to her father on the phone who I guess had loaned her the money to open the store. Oh, boy. And so she was sobbing and just begging her dad for more money so the business could stay open. And she – this is a direct quote. She, This is a bit of an overheard. She said – Daddy, I want to prove to you that I can be a millionaire.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: While she's
2: crying. I did not expect a laugh. Night While night. she's crying. <laughs> and then, like, a beat. And then, right after, all you care about is money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, what angle is she coming from? This all of lady. Them. Yeah. She's just throwing it all. The store's still there. All the angles of a diamond, <laughs> many facets. Yeah. Uh yeah, I've I've been forced to buy some things from there out of necessity just because it was right next door to where I worked. And some like one day I went to work and didn't realize there was gonna be a blizzard, and then I walked through snow and got my socks wet, so I had to buy new socks there. And they were like, "Oh, what are?" I I went in there and I asked them, "Do you have any tights?" And she was like, "What do you mean? What are tights?" And I was like, "No." She didn't have Tights help. are my life. Who, how do I people? I have like 20 pants. Yes. I wear oh, them every I day. Have way more than 20. Yeah, I think I have about 50.
0: <laughs> okay, well, fine. I thought I had a lot. <laughs> no, you do. That Don't is a lot. I have a pair of mustard ones. I probably
2: have some ones that... Oh, it, I do too, but mustard is a good color. It's t-tes. really good. Oh, it's, it's a solid color for tights. Yeah. <laughs> They're solid mustard colors.
1: <laughs> solid mustard. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck Retail Nightmares is dead.
1: Solid, solid mustard. mustard. The three of us can just start a <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but we'll mostly just talk about mustard.
0: <laughs> We're in.
1: Like uh, colored things. We yeah, can
0: try a mustard each. Grainy
2: podcast, mustard, like a spicy mustard. I think this should be Jay's podcast because he. He's so obsessed. Uh, well, with mustard. I
1: hope. I hope he starts this Mustard. I'm going to listen. Very
2: soft-spoken man talking about mustard for an hour.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds so gentle and cute. <laughs> Welcome to the, the mustard board.
2: The mustard wave, <laughs> just like a wave of mustard Can washing it be over
1: you. Colonel mustard?
2: Oh, <laughs> or maybe that's a
1: separate podcast where you just talk about theories about Colonel Mustard Whoa. and where he murdered people in Clue.
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm into that. Okay, one hundred percent saw
0: it so being spelled with a K. May, we're making <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so it's gonna be about
2: popcorn and mustard? I'm not sure now. So we have our own podcast network now. It's all mustard based shows. <laughs> Wait, what
1: is the podcast? We're gonna have to start our own called? podcast network. Um,
2: must Thirds. corp i don't know uh, <laughs> i
1: didn't product. think that far it ahead. could just be must oh Thirds. like you must you Thirds. must <laughs> must cast <laughs> poop must third must third <laughs> must third must third has anyone ever farted <laughs> on the podcast. No. no. Do you want to be the first? I kind of do, but I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> if it does happen organically, I'll be really into it. <laughs> you just crossed your leg. <laughs> I'm preparing.
0: <laughs> it's going to be different noise if you cross your leg.
1: Yeah. It'll come out of a different
0: area. Well, Listen, we'll we're s- not on Toot Patrol around here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't
1: really get into yeah, um, Toot
2: Talk. Oh, whenever.
0: We went
1: I, right for penis talk.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've been talking a lot about penises, parts of your body that belong in the toilet
0: world (laughs) yeah in their own way there's toilet talk yeah there you go i have a retail nightmare please tell it's really quick uh we had a man um my friend nina so funny nina o'donnell uh, if you're listening to the podcast working with you was so wonderful i'm glad we're still friends uh, we worked at a yoga store together. She worked there before I started working there, uh, so she knew the ropes. And she said one day there was this really cute guy that came in, and he was a yoga teacher. There's, every once in a while, we get like these incredibly physically beautiful uh, men that would come in, very very distracting because <laughs> it was the square footage in the store was about 300 square feet, so you were
2: within. You're just already too close to people. You could probably touch their penis if you reached your arm out.
0: Well, I could especially touch this man's penis because when he
2: <laughs> came into
0: the store, I hadn't realized that he was an exhibitionist. Oh. <laughs> um, so I don't care how handsome he is. Getting almost naked in the store and trying on pants when there's two beautiful change rooms uh, makes you a, a garbage sack to me. Yeah, you
1: can't do that. It's it awful.
0: It's so threatening. It's horrible. And like, put your pants on right now um and he was like oh i thought this was kind of cool in here because i was here last time and like people that worked at the store were like professional dancers and and yoga instructors and they're very in touch with their body and that and he was only trying on shirts but when i was there he was trying on pants
1: hmm. what kind of underpants was he wearing
0: he was wearing whiteies, tidy whiteies. Okay. he was a whitey wearing tidy whiteies. <laughs> <Okay, great. laughs> yeah they're my favorite uh, those are my favorite, but um, it just was like it was very insulting and presumptuous of him to think it was okay to do that. So.
2: Especially if you're just alone in the store, mm-hmm. like a lady and trapped alone behind in the a counter. Store. Yeah, yeah, between, that's and he was extremely between
1: extremely intimidating behavior yeah. that man, a, a person that is not being a piece of shit would not do. Yeah, is there,
2: what's the term for the opposite of an exhibitionist? That's and pretty- me intubationist? I don't know. I, I like being intubated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because when I'm in a when I'm in a change like a store trying anything on, first of all, if I don't have to try it on, great. I, just, I know how to hold it up to my body. The bust, the waist, is this going to fit? No, never. Okay, leave it. <laughs> don't even bother going through the tears of trying to pull something over my head. <laughs> but when I go into the change room, and when it's one of those fabric curtains uh-huh. it's like it doesn't, you don't know if it's actually closed it doesn't reach on either side there's a crack people might see a, it's so stressful and then i'm stressed about that and then stressed about whatever i'm trying on
1: yeah when you're in those kind of small places i actually don't mind if people can see me through it because i'm like you're 19 and your body is perfect so just think about just think about the future young ladies peep through you're just a little goblin just in like a cave. don't worry about it yeah, kind of, yeah. If they
0: saw me they'd be like do i have to wear such gigantic underpants when i get older and i'm like this was no this is my choice
1: these are medicated
0: i nice. think <laughs> <laughs> i have a prescription for these
1: you're actually absorbing medicine. They're holding in them. my organs
0: because <laughs> I have no muscles. <laughs> giant
1: underpants, also great.
0: I don't know. I thought they were really great, but I bought some from Costco, which is like a whole oh, other situation. I've never done that. I thought that they were regular underpants, but when I got them home, they were giant underpants. And at first, I was so excited,
1: but they're very uncomfortable. When was the last time you wore a thong, if you ever did wear a thong? High school. Years. Yeah. I think I was like 20 years old. I worked yeah. at the, uh, like
0: one of the stores I worked at, the one in Yaletown had a lingerie section and it was the early 2000s. So thongs were a big deal. Oh, that KO. was hot time. And uh, I probably time owned thongs.
2: like hot time. a dozen of them
0: and I hated them.
2: I only wore them because it seemed like everyone else, that was the type of yeah. underwear you bought. And, and it's the wrong
0: type of underwear you- though for dresses. And I still see people wearing them under their dresses yeah. and it's wrong. You need full back. Yeah, You need a full you bag want, patty. I just want
1: to... I want my butt areas covered up. I want
0: my butt Yeah, covered up. But my yeah butt, because butt otherwise it's covered. been cut into this weird triangle shape, like weird meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like or, some sort of fox. two roasts
2: that are fighting each other. And <laughs> <at> her hands. <laughs> Styrofoam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember on grad night, I had to buy a specific pair of underwear for the dress I was wearing because it was sort of... See-through? It was see-through. Well, it was... Satin, I don't know if it's really satin, but it was white with the pattern on it. So you could see any sort of line. So I had to buy, I think it was like a $60 pair of underwear and it was Calvin Klein. And it's basically... One string for the waistband, and then another string, and then a tiny triangle for the front. And I was like, this is... I might as well just not be wearing underwear. Yeah. yeah. That's the, usually a better option. I, I still agree. have it, too. And I sometimes find it at the bottom of my underwear drawer, and I pull it out. I'm like, look at this insane flap. <laughs> the flap. And that's it's what of they course, should called the thong. The flap. It's nude as well, too. So...
0: I had one for grad as well, and it was just like that, but it was actually really well made, and then thongs became popular, and then they are just a bunch of
1: elastic. Yeah, it was like as shitty as regular cheap underwear. Yeah.
2: But without any of the
1: fabric. Yeah. yeah. When I turned, my for my 19th or my 18th birthday, I don't remember. You got a thong? My friends in high school bought me... <laughs> um from like the one sexy shop that was i think it was in nelson i think you had to go to nelson at that time it's a really sexy place it's so sexy (laughs) 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 to (laughs) buy and it was like a tearaway thong whoa and they wrapped it up in this beautiful little package yeah like
2: it's funny the first thing i thought you just push that to the side it looked like yeah it was like no i think it
1: was like what a like a dancer like would wear oh oh like
0: a sexy dancer yeah like a
1: sexy dancer like a porno dancer yeah and it was neon green and i still have it also Whoa. and it kind of has like a snaky pattern oh, oh. that sounds nice yeah it's really nice it sounds Whoa. nice i mean i don't know what to do with it but i also cannot bring myself to get we rid should of it and get it's tiny a enough business going. sorry marie kondo like kondo is that her name Kando, the one who wrote the book about like get rid of all your shit hold it in. oh yeah uh, see if you love it if i held that tiny thong i'd be like i love it i'm not gonna of
0: it <laughs> plus it's so tiny yeah also, it's like so
1: small it seems fine it to is mary
0: kondo it'd be fun yeah. To, yeah just wear
1: it over i some sold pants. Of those books today i didn't even remember that yeah we're <laughs> well she over has top. a second book she does. It just came out. Come on, guys! Throw out the first
2: book. You don't need
1: it. I mean, yeah, this have you thrown out my first book yet? <laughs> Every time I look in the self help section or the like health and or diet section, I always think about all the different trends. I'm like, ugh. Remember when South Beach Diet was so oh, hot, yeah. and the beautiful South Beach Diet cover of the cookbook of the of the book, and it was like a shiny turquoise. It was so beautiful. Yeah, that was a hot time atkins dr atkins, phil dr. F- all those all dr. The dr. dr phil, phil F- books um there yeah steve harvey had a really hot time his book was like he's a huge insane. bestseller huge bestseller he doesn't like I women know
2: who that is who no steve that? harvey
1: is them um, he's was basically about not liking women yeah it was like act like a think like a man act like a woman yeah don't give up the cookie that's yeah. the whole
0: thing is don't give up the cookie i'm like but i love cookies so i'd never give any of them
1: away i'm They're keeping my- them i'm sleeping with them under oh you pillow. mean my
0: oh i'm not allowed to do with my oh yes thanks steve harvey steve harvey's a comedian he most most recent famous flub was um misannouncing the at the miss universe pageant
2: oh, okay uh he hosts wait family does he food. okay yeah family food Guy. Go- wait he wrote like a self-help book yeah, yeah at least
1: about not. relationships and love <laughs> yeah
2: (laughs) why would you trust the
1: family feud guy unclear (laughs) unclear oh (laughs) yeah yeah he's homophobic yeah it's not cool his his baby islamic as well he said some
0: really bad stuff that's so like the least of his concerns is not being able to read a name
1: yeah (laughs) oh no but what, what was that crazy ann coulter Yep. Yeah. Oh, her books were super popular. Even when, like, at the time when the James Fry book came out, and then he got yelled <gasps> at by Oprah, and yes. that book still sold so many copies. And now I can't believe anyone didn't realize that book was fake. I had heard that he originally wanted it to be published as fiction, but because memoir was more popular at the time, okay. it was more on tr- on trend. That mm. they were like, "No, you got to publish it as a memoir." Because I think he had been, I'm not 100% sure, this is me remembering years ago, but that they had been, he wanted his agent to sell it as a novel. And they were like, no, memoirs are hot, which is true to this day. Yeah. Memoirs hot. If you make stuff up and you write fiction, nobody cares. Yeah. I'm a poet. No one cares. It's fine. Don't make stuff up. It's garbage.
2: Yeah. I don't Don't want to read a fucking
1: memoir. Only
0: tell the truth. I only want to read a memoir by somebody that's interesting to me.
1: Agreed. I feel the same way. So anyway, it was, yeah, I remember that being a thing.
0: No one's interesting to (laughs) me. Everyone's boring.
1: But I think now he has a uh, factory style situation where he gets these MFA students to write novels or something. He's like a shitty Andy Warhol of contemporary literature. Wow. James Fry really nailing it out of the park competing with john nailing Branson it out of the park for, for dickery <laughs> you know, literary yeah, dickery. why does
0: everyone hate him so much because i like the book the corrections but
1: dude i like i liked all of his books and i'm not ashamed that i like them but he is shitty he's just always saying shitty stuff
0: i've only read the corrections and how to be alone but uh parts of the corrections is a lot like my family dynamic so it was very i really love it's it really powerful and then he i mean the simpsons make fun of him which is great I, I
1: think th- he was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read any, Franzen? Yeah. Fair I, enough.
2: I feel like I've read a short thing in an anthology.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's popular. He's been around.
2: Yeah. I'm reading an 822-page graphic novel right now. Oh, about, what are you reading? Uh, it's called Ode to...
1: I forget. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nerding out about what other people are reading. Ode to
2: Kira Oh, I know this.
1: Yeah. This is like like the Sama Tezuka. Because there originally were like five volumes. No, that was, or maybe. Was that a a different one? That was uh,
2: Buddha, is his one. Oh, right, that was, you're right. But this is a previous guest, Rob Onzik, lent me this like years ago. And I was like, I'm going to finally read that. Are you loving it? I love it. It's great. It's super weird and crazy because it's Japanese and from the 70s, I think, or maybe just that then. About uh, people who get a disease that turns them into dog people. Oh, wow. Whoa. That sounds great. That yeah. sounds so good. I recommend it. <laughs> I also have just had the flu, so I've been
1: reading all these books. It's great. Yeah, the only good part about having the flu in the fall was just like reading so many books and watching so much TV. Yeah. You had flu I didn't for like to eight weeks. I did. There were some days where I just could, couldn't do anything. I listened to more podcasts then or music because I actually lots of times couldn't open my eyes. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is too painful. I'm just going to put this on, listen to it for a couple I'm hours. I'm oh,
0: my God, what a little tokey. to sleep. future guest Charlie Demerso's The horse. Oh, nice! Oh, you're reading that right now. Mm-hmm. I I packed it when I moved because I you did the you hosted his book launch. Yeah, great job. It was very and fun. You were great at it. it. You were great. Yeah, I think I had the set of the night.
1: I love <laughs> your set. Killed me. Yeah, you, you, you gave me feels. You were funny. It was great.
0: I don't do stand up a lot, but when I do, it is pretty uh, pretty silly. I loved it. I Self help. So many questions. I don't even know. I'm going to blow through them. <laughs> okay. Let's um, blow them up. So, Jamie wrote in uh, How can I help boost a friend's confidence when they suffer from low self esteem?
2: That is a question.
0: For the ages. Yeah.
1: That everyone's asking all the time.
2: Everyone has a friend or two with low self-esteem. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because people can be so talented and so got so much going for them and then just shit all over themselves. I would
0: say that's not your job, but sometimes uh, saying how you feel about someone being really honest about how great you think they are is something that they can refer back to in a dark time. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would also say maybe your friend should go talk to somebody and learn some, just some new ways of looking at themselves because they're probably a great person and there's probably a reason why they feel that way. And maybe they're also blowing off a little bit of steam too. Like sometimes I say really mean things about myself. I'm like, oh, you're piece a of, piece of stupid. Mm. You're a
1: stupid head. <laughs> you piece of stupid. Yeah. big so, piece. Tear it
0: off a
2: piece of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And putting it on mm. my face. You're making me hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to eat a piece stupid, of it? so delicious. What do you think? I agree um, that I, I think it's good to, you know, boost your friends up. But I also think there is – I think it's really hard if people don't have some kind of tools that they've developed to be able to – to like have that within them mm-hmm. as opposed to constantly looking outwardly for mm-hmm. it and as an extrovert you know that i really mean this <laughs> yeah, totally. because i am constantly looking outward for approval <laughs> because that's how i function
0: we all want approval of course we do Except but yeah for, i don't know psychopaths
1: yeah they just don't care they're like, <laughs> like i'm going to just gonna chop off your head yeah be a, be a monster <laughs> yeah. all the time but i agree i think it's it's important to you know tell your friends that you think they're wonderful and that you love them and the reasons that they're great. But I also think everybody needs to develop ways of feeling somehow good about themselves or at least dealing with negative feelings in a way that comes from who they are.
2: And sometimes it just takes a long time. I used to Yeah, for sure. I used to shit all over myself so much and just could not take a compliment. You know, when someone goes like, Oh, that you look nice right and back. be like, No, I look you know, this old thing, but Yeah. I look like a pulp ooh. I would fight people when they'd be like, No, you look good and I'd be like, No, I would like take it back. I don't <laughs> Now I'm just like, okay.
1: Sometimes- you take a barbecue lighter
2: today?
1: <laughs> Fuck, like, you! get out.
2: <laughs> Specifically, a barbecue lighter is the always scary one. Well, <laughs> oh, I love BBQing, <laughs> <laughs> I love BB King.
0: I'm going <laughs> to combine two here. Um, Riza? I don't know how to say your name. I'm sorry. Carizia? Um, I've been working too much and have super low energy. Any tips to feel more sprightly this month? I get nutrition questions, which is interesting. And then there's another person that I have mental health problems and eat too much junk food, pop, especially when I'm stressed or sad, often, which just makes it worse. How can I stop craving this stuff? Please help. It's so tasty and accessible. I'm going to give you guys both the same answers. Go to bed earlier. Do some meal planning. Make sure you're getting good fats in your diet, good protein. Um, and then I think when it comes to junk food, the best thing to do is cut, cut it off kind of cold turkey but if it's something you're doing to cope with stuff, maybe replace it. Like use honey instead of things with sugar. Like make yourself things if you want something sweet. Like get yogurt and fruit and honey going. Maybe some granola, some oatmeal.
2: Granola is so good. Yeah. And you're going to be getting some day. nutrition
0: because it's a really vicious cycle with uh, mental health stuff and refined foods. Because it can trigger symptoms or make symptoms worse. So yeah, uh, I'll write you privately on uh Thing and figure that one out, but you got to take care of your adrenals. They're probably burnt
2: out and replace. Uh, pop with fizzy water. Yeah, definitely replace mm-hmm. it with Perrier or club soda, and with throw some fresh fruit in there. It totally satisfies the same urge. Yep,
1: it's great. You just want to burp. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> I'm a big fan. I like to take when it's not in season, mango, frozen mango, and then put it in. Oh, oh nice. because mango is the best. But you just add that to your water, and it always feels <sighs> fancier. Oh, it's so good. I want to do that. Mango's I agree favorite. with what Alicia said. The only thing is, I sometimes wonder if people who are like staying up super late or you're when we talk about like eat earlier do that but like as retail people what if you work until super like it's so
0: you have to eat dinner at like five
1: Yeah, yeah like it's so it's so hard to think about that very simple idea of health, and you're supposed to go to bed early and do this, and it's like, what if you work until midnight? What if you work until eleven? Yeah, yeah. like get, get up have and, a life? and Yeah, like it's so hard for you to have a life, and it's so hard for you to figure out your schedule when you don't have a regular schedule if you're working hours differently every single day. I feel mm-hmm. like that is such a detriment to people's health oh, in a yeah. way that, and you you can't fix it. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to adapt in that in that mold that you're weekends. living in. All of that stuff. Yeah.
0: So we got another question here, which I really liked from Evan. Uh, is there a limit to how many Pringles I can eat? I really need to know. <laughs> uh, the answer is yes, but I don't know what it is. Uh, you should not eat that many.
2: Also, Pringles aren't, real they're made with like potato flakes yeah that's
0: why they taste so good what does that
2: mean potato well it's like particle board how it's little pieces of things pressed together with like a glue it's uh they've always really freaked me out
0: they've always been a favorite and when i was growing up they were hard to to get like i don't know if they didn't carry them in quebec or they're also really expensive i feel
1: like i only remember seeing them in the u.s and not as much yeah when i was a kid man kettle chips though that's my jam I like so tortilla good. chips. I
0: like I don't like tortilla chips.
1: Well give love, me yours. I will. love kettle chips. I want to eat kettle chips every day.
2: I'm sorry we don't have any chips right now. No, it's cool.
0: Those were my self help questions. Those were good questions. Yeah, they're really good. Should we do a puppo of the week? Yeah. Arf arf arf
1: arf <laughs> arf arf arf. arf. Oh. This is my Leonard Cohen remix. Sexy puppo. Uh, Ladies yeah. are standing <laughs> in the summer sun, Our <laughs> arf. arf. Popo's dancing with the devil. <laughs> popo's hanging out <laughs> in a beautiful cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Dina, <laughs> uh, uh, who's your popo? Here, I feel that I don't see enough popos in my life, and it's actually... A real sore spot. It's a crime. It is a crime. And Alicia asked me to be on the podcast, but right before, like the day before, yeah. I had said to a friend, I was like, man, I need to know more people that have pets so I can hang out with them. Yeah. Because it's a real downer. Because the only animal I really uh, hang out with is the squirrel that lives on my wall. Who I'm very into. Oh. You have a squirrel
0: that lives in your wall? Yeah.
1: I call it unknown wall animal because I'm not sure it's a squirrel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, but what kind of noises does it I hope make? It's like, a squirrel. It makes uh skittering. That's not a squirrel. <laughs> well, it's like it runs through the wall. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when I say skittering, I mean it's like you can hear it like Running? Are you sure it's
0: not on the outside of the wall? It's
1: definitely not on the outside because it goes. I live in a really old building. It's like a hundred years old.
0: Yeah, that's really old. It's us. very,
1: very old. Yeah. Yes, it's old for and a squirrel. It's super old for a squirrel. But it's actually a ghost a squirrel. squirrel. Oh. I know we didn't tell a ghost story. Do you have a ghost story? I kind of do. Oh, it's well, we're squirrel. telling. Um, but yeah, this this squirrel. Uh, there's just tons of squirrels in the area. I live in, in the West end of Vancouver and it's a super squirrel zone. I'm twirling my hair while I talk about this. <laughs> you know the
0: wordellas. You have so a amazing. crush on the squirrel.
1: <laughs> At first I was so mad, but now I've developed a weird relationship with it. And I, um, Stockholm syndrome. Totes, totes. <laughs> and when I hear it, the I'm Stockholm like, syndrome oh, collection from that Ikea, little guys <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. And I can hear it sometimes. Like I think climbing up the wall and then it c- climbs out and runs around. Sometimes it'll go in the living room. Sometimes it'll crawl in the bedroom. They're so talented. They are. They're very skilled. But I think that my, my papo is going to be, I teach a class of creative writing to kids. They're mostly like eight and nine years old. Mm-hmm. And I taught them today. I came here just from teaching them and they're always my papos. but they're just super hilarious this particular group that I'm teaching right now is just really funny. Uh, one kid today wrote a story about uh, John Cena, the wrestler, oh, <laughs> and yeah. he ends up getting sucked into a black hole. It's oh, wow. It could happen. These kids at that age really into black holes. Well, this, it was lots of
0: quicksand. We were obsessed with quicksand. Oh, yeah. Quicksand, Definitely. black holes,
1: super, super intense. Black uh, what, holes are yeah. something... That are relevant yeah. and there's going to be a totally. big
2: science announcement. I mean, this is going to come out in a couple of weeks, but there's a big science announcement tomorrow that has there to do with is? black holes.
1: Yeah. Are you on like a
0: cool... A big like, science announcement. Ast- astronomy official. club
2: that uh, no. sends you updates? Jay's just really into space and black holes, especially in reading about that. But there's something to do with gravitational waves that it's going to be an announcement. And I was talking about this today about how funny it is that science says big announcement tomorrow like everyone get ready
1: science wants to be more like hollywood yeah well i
2: frankly it deserves to be it's where the real stars are at am i right yeah so good
1: but yeah those those kids are my popos they're super hilarious the stories they write are really funny we did we wrote stories about parties today like oh. they were they got to write a party story Whoa. so first we did a brainstorming thing where they made like a list of all the stuff they wanted at their party and before that we did a big brainstorm where we were like that
0: sounds so much! that's the greatest i know it was really now i want really to write fun. about a story yeah
1: and i was getting them to brainstorm even before i'm like what do you think of when you want a perfect party and then <laughs> this one kid is obsessed with airplanes so he just kept <laughs> listing like different types of airplanes he's <laughs> like, like, and i was it's really Air like sickness sometimes not just cry I'd be like this is so funny <laughs> you're being so cute oh. and this one girl uh loves memes she's only like eight years old but she she knows all about memes. Wow. Yeah, she's really into Doge.
2: Oh, Who's Doge! Yeah. The cute Doge's, Shiba
1: Inu. It, yeah, a sh- cute Shiba Inu dog meme.
0: It's not, but uh, not Boo. No,
1: no, 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 no. It's, like, oh, it's Boo
0: a Pomeranian. Yeah, Boo's this po- is the Boo's, yeah. It's sort of like a scary. Oh bloke. yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's so funny,
1: and she's so into it. So she wrote this whole thing about her Doge party. It was a disco Doge. Oh man! Yeah, and she kept. She was like, "Wait, is this how I spell confetti?" I was like, <laughs> "I love you all." You're all the best. Confetti
2: is tough to say. How many J's
1: in confetti? How Uh, many J's in Doge? I love that I was
2: just able to make a face, and you instantly knew what Doge was. Yeah, I
0: always remember a face. (laughs) (laughs) I never remember a name.
2: I want to meet all those Peppos, but I don't because like kids are always better in description than in real life. I feel
1: like. You I know. like kids. Yeah. I like them too. I, I love like, hanging out yeah. with them and teaching them. But they're this also weird thing is really funny. If they're your children. Next week we're gonna do comic books and it's probably gonna be <gasps> super intense oh. and they're gonna be really weird. We do mad libs every class oh, too. Oh, my favorite. Um, but I get them to tell me and then I read it out loud in this super dramatic way, and they get really excited. Like, yes, Amazing. we wrote that. That's so cool. Yeah. I would have they laughed that class. so hard.
2: Yeah, can I can I just like uh audit yeah. your class? I, just I can just quiet do watercolor like a, a, painting. We can do age. like our
1: own session. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. I have so many Mad Libs books. <sighs> Some of them are six. You know? <laughs> I love doing uh, perverted Mad Libs. I have America's Next Top Model Mad Libs. Whoa. Oh,
0: man. We got to get Abby Shimkin on <laughs> Man, this.
1: they're great. They're so great. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia?
0: Me? Yeah. We're... I've got a Pupo, I think. <laughs>
1: I had it. Do you? I did. Are you picturing it? That no, pup-o I forgot. Goes? <laughs> Alicia, close your eyes. <laughs> Imagine uh, your
2: Pupo. Uh, I yeah, what a puppo visualization exercise. I've had a puppo laying on a beach. <laughs> a sexy puppo standing over you. Man, I just had a puppo blank. It's okay, do you want me to do mine? Sure. Okay, mine's just a quick one. I didn't get to catch this puppo's name. It was a cat that had no hair on it. It was a hairless cat what? that I Ooh, saw. I love those. I was uh uh knocking on doors in this building and getting to know the tenants. And, uh, one of them, it was a, a single dad who had this son who came up and the son himself was a puppo. he's like a five-year-old kid who just had crazy teeth, like half there, half, you know, all over the place. And we were talking and chatting and it was going great. And then all of a sudden I saw this little flesh colored pink thing on the ground, slowly moving, like it wanted to go outside. And I looked down and I was like, oh my God, it's a cat with no hair. Uh, and it looked like I was staring at a, an internal organ that was just (laughs) had gotten loose. (laughs) It looked, it looked like it had a, (laughs) like I could see its brain, like its (laughs) cortex was all because it's, it's head was all wrinkly (laughs) and had wrinkles all over it, which you don't think about when you're petting a cat. You're like, Oh, you're smooth and perfect. But this cat, Oh, it was, I loved it. I'd never seen a a Sphinx before. Did you touch it? No, because Ooh. I had to be all, I was on the job, so. Right, you're being cool. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, Popo! And then scared away, but it was just slowly, like so slowly creeping out. This like, it wanted to go outside, and I was like, you have no natural defenses. <laughs> you no, have those to are in your eh? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the little naked mole rat looking thing. That's my Popo oh, buddy. I like them.
0: Special I like them, guy. too.
2: I'm going to make up a new Papo because.
1: I can't believe you forgot your pupple. This
0: happens every podcast. I forget my retail nightmare because I get on, like, my brain starts thinking about other things. And then I had puppos and it was really funny. I remember it now! Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so Praise Pleppo! Because of the, uh, the flu that Jessica and myself and our last guest had, we recorded on Saturday. And I got home and I was tired, but then I turned on the TV. And of all the things that I ended up watching, almost all of, I missed the first half hour. It was Bradgelina's.
2: <laughs> Brad <first> Pitt.
0: <laughs> Bradgelina Pitt. <laughs> and Angelina Bradgelina's <laughs> movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
2: Oh, where they fell in love. Where they fell
0: in love in real life. And I, I am not a fan of either.
2: No, they're so off-putting, both of them.
0: But in the movie, they're at their best looking. And uh, they will be my puppos of the week because I, <laughs> I finally, I finally got it after years of people talking about how good looking they are. And, uh, <laughs> I got it. Like, I know that they're good looking people and my brain understands they're why they're attractive. Yeah. yeah. And like button noses and full mouths and nice skin and good butts, good butts and stuff. And like, of course they have this chemistry cause they're really boning in real life yeah. and I watched mm. the whole thing and just finally feel like I understood something about our culture I didn't get before. Sorry.
2: sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm
1: allergic to hot people.
2: You're allergic to butts and butt noses. I just watched a Brad Pitt movie. Which one? Uh, uh, Benjamin Butthole. Oh. oh, man. That
1: movie's so long. It was really long. Didn't it feel interminable? It really, it, well, it was like, <laughs> I watched it in the theater and me I was like, why? why did that happen to me? I
2: didn't, I never wanted to see it yeah. ever. I like the director, <laughs> but I was like, what was he thinking? Yeah. Cause it's David Fincher, but then it's a criterion. So I'm trying to watch every single criterion hey, and it was one of the few sort of mainstream movies that's on the list that I hadn't watched. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just put this on and when you go into something with absolutely zero expectations, I probably had really, like me, every really day. low because I thought I'm going to hate this. I fucking cried so much. <laughs> Did you cry at the end? I was sobbing because they got to okay. Spoiler alert for Benjamin Button guys, uh, which I still refer to as Benjamin Butthole in my mind because there's got to be a sexy there version definitely. of it. Yeah. Oh no no. <laughs> and he's using a no, button no, it's as a my cot ring. movie. I uh, know that. <laughs> Benjamin Butthole? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. The, the
0: poor no. parody. Benjamin Butthole. But I was talking favorite. about the parody.
2: But okay, the reason why I was so sad is because they got to their they sort of have to meet in the middle, but they got to their like peak perfectness. Yeah. Like right at my favorite time of the twentieth century. It was like the late sixties. It was oh. like yeah. so like fashion's looking perfect. Interior style and design is like amazing great looking plants they got this great duplex they bought she's a ballet teacher he's like sorry i gotta go become a teenager now like oh yeah yeah i just got bummed out at that but uh don't know why it made me cry so
0: much i definitely cried when i watched it even though there's parts where it's like i can't believe i'm falling for this
1: Oh, it's so man. manipulative it's, it's so like easy to
0: cry it's like example. I, yeah, I cried at my desk just for being in a desk
2: <laughs> yeah no Have one oh gosh i the, hope my
0: boss isn't listening to this and then going to write a report about
2: crying you can't at the, get crying in trouble for crying you're yeah. fine
1: my boss is lovely crying at work is important and he listens to the podcast <laughs> yeah there's that podcast about crying cry babies podcast what do they just cry? I feel like
0: everybody's basically just copying our podcast, but before
1: we did our podcast. No, their podcast <laughs> is totally different than your podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's about like they interview people and talk to them about their crying cues. Oh. And they play them. And I, then they talk. Sometimes
0: about I it. don't even know. Yeah. yeah a lot but of the time it's about people ab- being nice.
1: I definitely was thinking about when I because I now I'm listening obsessively to the podcast and I'm like, man, I don't even know what I would pick. I cry
0: so much. <laughs>
1: Yeah. How do you decide?
0: I may cry when Cadbury cream eggs come out this year <laughs> and I can't eat them. Just Last year tough. it was okay for some reason, but this year I feel like... You're feeling
1: sensitive. Feeling sensitive it's a lot about of sugar.
0: It. Yeah, I can't have them for that and they're not gluten-free, but they're like my favorite number
2: one drug. My favorite number one is piss. <laughs> of well, course it is. It's also my cry trigger. Piss pants. <laughs> it's a yellow tear. <laughs> so beautiful.
1: It doesn't come from my eyes. <laughs> oh, you just made me... Both of you talking about Brad Pitt and Angelique. Shiloh, Jolie Pitt is definitely a popo. Yeah. Love Shiloh. I actually had a previously, uh, when I used to have a lot of tumblers I had a Tumblr about Shiloh. Whoa. Where I wrote poems about (laughs) Shiloh and then would post like a paparazzi photo. Is it still up? Yeah, it's Montenegrostyle.tumblr.com. I'm going to follow it right now. (laughs) I don't update it, but maybe I should.
0: That sounds great. All right, this has been Retail Nightmares, Dina. People want to find you online. They want to buy your books.
1: Yep. Um, if you want to find me online, you can go to my website, dina uh, I also am on Twitter at delbatri.
0: Oh, very funny.
1: Yeah, delbatri. You can follow me. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at delbatri. You also, I have a podcast called Cantlet mm-hmm. uh, that I host with Daniel Zamparelli,
0: great guy, my platonic
1: male heart partner, and. <laughs> Uh, You can find us at cantlet.ca or cantlet on Twitter, and we're on iTunes. It's a podcast about literature. It's a
0: great podcast! I've been a guest. I think I cried. Yep.
1: Yeah, this. you were a great guest. It was really great. So it's about literature, but also just like good stuff, interviewing people, lots of fart jokes. It's, it's a so great we'll podcast. Like yeah listen up i give it the jessica stamp of approval yes that's what we've been waiting for <laughs> i'm gonna put that on the website
2: <laughs> i give it four but it's made out of the
0: website yeah. she just pees on, on the internet. Yeah. and you can uh yeah my
1: book that i wrote with daniel rom is available now uh so good Talon books you can find it there or you can find it at any reputable cool bookstore Pulp Fiction cool sells it. Yeah, Pulp Fiction in Vancouver.
0: If you're not in Vancouver, you, you can, can order it. You can
1: order it from the publisher, or you can order it online. Various other places yeah. that I won't tell you where, because you know, you know what I'm going to say. If you know, you know. Yeah, you know, man.
2: <laughs> if you like, if you're one of those like men you cool know, literature people, you know, who Literatura. have bookish people hit on them in bookstores. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm never going to forget
1: that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Horrible. what can this rewards card get me?
0: I mean, it's not someone getting murdered outside your job, but part of you definitely died that day, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, never came back. You should have, you definitely should have just like turned around and been like, if you swipe it in my butt, a gold coin will come out of my mouth.
1: should have. That would have been so good.
2: Uh, no, that's horrifying. Alicia, what do you have to plug uh, besides my butt? Oh, uh, comedy. <laughs> I guess when this comes out, this will come out it'll come out of your butt it'll come out of my butt it will come out on the 22nd
0: oh come to my show at hot art wet city on the 26th uh graham clark katie ellen humphries Cass keely and maybe a special out of town guest tickets are eight dollars uh six dollars for me and two dollars for the comedy fest um do come it's gonna be great and that's it for now. I have a show coming up in March, but I can tell you about it later. Oh,
1: I'm um, sad. I can't come to that show. Oh man, I got a reading. We're doing another event that I'm involved with. Oh, Real Vancouver Writer Series.
0: That's so great. Same night.
1: It's really fun. You got options for that night. So if you want to do something, you have to on come 26th. to the
0: one in March because we're a special guest Gabe.
1: Yeah, I I, I. I. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm definitely okay. coming. Awesome. To the to special Gabe special game i want to go to special game.
0: <laughs> how about you jessica
2: uh follow me on twitter <laughs> at teamalicious wait are you Wonderful. do you
1: really want people to follow you on twitter
2: yeah why not okay cool i don't i don't have any shows
1: still just i'm not practicing. following you because i felt like it was creepy
2: no yeah i'm public way too yeah i'm followed by lots of people who i don't know uh, I just got 420 followers. 420. So I'm basically giving up.
0: 420 friendly.
2: Yeah. And then immediately after Mike unfollowed me just so I didn't have 420. <laughs> what
0: a brat, Mike. But then Not he followed cool. me
2: like 20 minutes later nah, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's there right. Go, you can't stay away. You there we go, Mike Macri. Fucking in tweets, brah. Anyway. Well, this
0: has been Retail Nightmares. Uh, you guys are my favorite. Thanks for being my new friends.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This was... A pure delay. Please come back. I want to. Bye. 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 Bye.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.